Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it cash back match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Black Sugar over it. Now, I don't do live. I, sh- I need to go live. I need, like, an actual, like, live show. It's your girl, Red. Welcome to the Black. Um, Let's see. I think I'm on episode 42. Wow. 41, 42. Something like that. I'm in the 40s. Like, early 40s. And this this episode is um a conversation that needs to be had. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say that. It's not serious. I mean, it's serious, but it's not, like... You'll laugh a little bit. You might smile. Then you'll you'll be informed, no doubt. That that's the point. Um, my guest, tell the people your name, please. Suhaila Muhammad. Okay, okay. Where are you from originally? Uh, a lot of places. Okay, where were you born? <laughs> I was born in France. Okay, uh, from Moroccan parents. Okay. 
Yeah. See, we're going international. That's right. The block is going international right. now. I did have somebody listen to a show like one time from like Italy. Really? That's what they that's said. That's cool. I'm from Italy. I was like, oh, word, that's what's up. When I was doing my actual like live and I wasn't mm-hmm. professional and all yeah. this equipment, I was in the in the house, literally like in the basement. <laughs> um, <laughs> you you got to. First recording. Yeah, like literally like, you know, keep the dog out. Make sure banks don't mm-hmm. bust in here. You know, could you not yell in the background? Stuff like that. It was yeah. it was like a, a real legit um in the house situation i was really in the block um let me see i think the first topic i told you about i want to talk about the um rape culture okay i don't know when it became that like Mm -hmm. how the media names it that but um here lately it's been something when i say rape culture for people that don't understand i mean this this is under the umbrella of like sexual harassment Mm -hmm. um what else is this? Like sexual harassment, you know, those yeah. things, something that's not, um, it's not consent. It's not consensual. Mm-hmm. And here lately, it's been something um, that's been taken lightly. I'll say it's like, you know, people laugh about it or they'll, you know, it's not, it's real passive. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I was just, it was just this or right. it was just that. And it's something that you just can't brush over and make so light of because not saying that I've been a victim of it. Like, I've been racially profiled, things like mm-hmm. that. Like, I've had certain different kind of harassments. So, but I understand, like, if I was in that situation, I wouldn't feel comfortable. Right. I'll say that. So, we've had, you know, um, Republican frontrunner Donald Trump, which is, like, crazy to even say that. Crazy to even, <laughs> like, put even that in it. a sentence. Because <laughs> in the very beginning, I was the main one that was like, nah, they not going to let, they not going to let that happen. I don't even think he himself thought he would have that kind of support. And I kinda, like I took it as a joke. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I feel like he now he's like almost sabotaging himself. I that's how I feel like like everything that's came out towards the end, like just in this last month, I feel like it's something that his camp told him to put out, or something that his camp might have leaked to somebody else so that they can put it out. The way he talks in debates. Like I don't, I feel like he's like really trying to like sabotage it to the point, and but he still has supporters. But that's what I'm saying. The scary <laughs> thing is, even after that video, I guess we'll get into that. But even yeah. after that video, what literally disgusted me was to see even women. Yeah, like, you probably saw that one picture of that lady wearing that shirt. Said, you know, you can grab uh, mine. Yeah, <laughs> grab mine. Like, I'm like, really? first of all, that's that's not a cool thing at it's all. Not. It's not. Don't don't grab it. Mm-hmm. Do not grab my pussy. I can say that on the block because yeah. it's my show. But okay. do not, do not grab my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's not, there's no consent behind that. Exactly. And I never will be. I don't think that's cool. So speaking of mm-hmm. Donald Trump, the the audio came out him and Billy Bush. Billy Bush lost his job off the back of that, which I kind of laugh because previously, like before, I didn't like Billy Bush because mm-hmm. of how lightly he, he took the Ryan Lock. Whatever his name is, Ryan Lochte, Lochte whatever. Yeah. yeah. How lightly he took that situation. Ah, oh, they're just kids. No, he's right. 30 years old. He's not a kid. He's a grown ass man. Like, and he just kind of brushed it off. And when Al Roker was trying to tell him certain things, he was just not trying to hear it. So I don't feel bad that Billy Bush lost his job for multiple, for that reason. Yeah. And because if you listen to the audio, he's like laughing. And that's that's my whole point. I think that that's like one of the main things that contributes to rape culture. Yes. It's people who don't actually speak up when they hear like something crazy, like what Donald Trump said, and actually be like, 
hold on, that sounds wrong. Like, yeah, you no, shouldn't that, you're say wrong. That. You shouldn't say that. Yeah. Just because somebody has what money, some kind of power, right. it means that you should laugh it off. And the fact that they try to say it was locker room talk yeah. to me. That's just that's like, still, it don't matter. And that's why I said it's taken, rape culture, sexual harassment is taken so lightly, yeah. really when it's done to women. Mm-hmm. And I'll get into the men's yeah. side of that in a, in a few minutes. But just the reason why I feel like Billy Bush got caught up, if he would have sat there and literally let Donald dig himself into a hole, he would still have a job. But this is the, the scary thing, too, is why is, okay, Billy Bush is out. You know, they said he was leaving. They didn't say yeah, he got fired, but leaving. we know we know what happened. Right. But why is it that this person that's actually running, running for, for the highest position yes. of leadership in the land yeah. still has still a fifty percent chance of being president? I don't get that. How is it that there's not like any? I don't know. Like I don't even know if there are any. Like uh, grounds for like I don't know like disqualification. Yeah, like, like, during, like that's what you I'm know, thinking. But I feel like. How are you still in he this? He loses his job, but the person that actually uttered all of those words... It's still out here. It's still out here. It's still Both getting support. Need to catch and, I mean, and you were talking about how it's taken lightly. I, I think, I guess I would take it even a step further and say not only is it taken lightly, but actually we place the blame on the wrong person. Yeah, it's the woman's fault. How many times do we hear, well, see how she was dressed? She shouldn't she, have been dressed she, like that if she, she didn't was, want She should have known it. She was, or she should have been she, drinking. What did she or, expect? Yeah. It's like nobody walks around with a rape me. No, kind of like, like when you side. put an outfit on, when you're getting ready to go out or yeah. whatever, no one's like, oh, yeah, somebody's going to take this and, tonight. And plus, there's. Uh, I remember when I was in college, we had studied rape, and they were talking about how there were studies that showed that Actually, what rapists or people that, you know, sexually assault other people are looking for, it's not even sex. They're looking for control. Yeah. So yeah. it don't even matter what you're wearing. wearing. As they a matter of fact, of they're looking for the person that's probably, you know, married mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. They're looking for some type of control. Ah. So, but when you place the blame on the victim, what are you doing? Not only are you contributing to that rape culture, mm-hmm. but you continue to make it like hard for them to even then if that happens to them to even come, come forward, forward and say and, something and about that's it. the reason why women don't women in those, in that certain situation do not feel comfortable coming Absolutely. forward because they feel like it's all going to be turned around mm-hmm. on them. Even when they take yeah. it to court, it'll be like, well, what was you doing? What did what did you do to right. cause that? And you shouldn't have that been is- doing I, I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter what a woman's wearing. It doesn't matter how much mm-hmm. she's had to drink. Any of those things is still not grounds for you to rape somebody. Rape Absolutely is not cool. Not. Sexual harassment is not cool. Like, to make those advances to say, yeah. like, Donald Trump was really on there. I'm rich. You know what I'm saying? Give me my Tic Tacs. I just start right. kissing them. And I'm like, who? first of all, who allows a man? Like y'all could be having a conversation, even come that close to your face because I, I know when someone's about to get in my face, and mm-hmm. you can just brush that. I don't give yeah. a shit how much money you got, yeah. how much power. I don't care if it costs me my job. It's I'm the most important asset Absolutely. because I have to protect me, and that and that kind of situation can take so much toll on your your mental health. Right. Like you'll literally sit Absolutely. there and beat yourself up, mm-hmm. and people tell you to talk to somebody else and. Get help and all those things. And all those things sound good, but it's like who even knows if that person even has the mental will, the strongness to even carry on through that. Because I can sit here and talk to y'all about all these things, Mm -hmm. but when I get home and I'm by myself, I'm literally in my own head and there's Mm -hmm. so many thoughts going through it that if you're not mentally strong and you don't have a certain kind of faith base, then you will literally 
take yourself out. And there's been, you know, cases where women have done that. Yeah. Because they went and they tried to do the right thing and they did this and they did that. And and it's just, it's sad that it's just so taken so lightly. I, you know, you Absolutely. can do whatever you want to. You can grab by the pussy. I'm like, who says stuff like that? But not only that, but also then what kind of message are you sending to even like kids? Right. You know how like kids, they're not going to understand all the layers of like, you know, politics. Right. And they like, don't get all that. You know, they're just going to get, okay, this man said this. Okay. They talked about it for, for a few seconds. And he's still running. So what that says, the message that it sends is there's no consequence. Yeah. That means it's okay. We're just normalizing that type of, you know, uh, just behavior. Right. As of today, we're just talking about, you know, the Trump video. There's but so it's, many it's like other in cases. The past. Like, yeah. People have already put it in the past. And he, even himself, like, well, I apologize. That's still not what? enough. Like, it's, it has to be yeah. more than, you know, the that whole saying that goes around on uh, social media, the best apology is a changed behavior. Mm-hmm. That's, That's how true. you really tell somebody, like, you have to, it's one thing to tell them, it's another thing to show them that yeah. you're absolutely, poly, you know, mm-hmm. I'm apologetic to what I did. He's not, because no. even, even on the... Um, when he says his his uh, famous quote, nobody you know respects women more than me, and everybody <laughs> everybody knows that's a joke because you sat there and you yeah. tore poor Rosie O'Donnell to shreds for whatever reason. I can't even remember like what their their riff is. It doesn't even matter. Nobody deserves to talk. No man deserves to talk to a woman like that, and and vice versa. Like it's just some kind of respect should be laid there. It doesn't matter like what happens. Short of somebody putting their hands on you, do you absolutely lose your shit? Let people sit yeah. there and talk all day. But then what made it so funny because he said that and then turned around and called Hillary Clinton a nasty woman. I listen, <laughs> you just said don't nobody respect women mm. more than me. No, you don't, because you just sat here and called this woman a nasty woman. Like, you didn't have to. Whatever she said to you did not cause, unless she was like, you a nasty old man, then you can rebuttal with, you know what I'm saying? Then you say that back to her. But if she ain't said nothing, it's only because she's not saying the things that you want her to say. She's not agreeing with you. He's like a man. He's literally a man child. Well, I think it is even more because he has no, there's no substance to what he's saying. None. There's no plan. There's no, he, can't he, tell he you doesn't how. know anything. So the <laughs> only thing that he can do is just, even when they were asking him like literally like just legal question like, know. about, you know, the Supreme Court or whatever. Yeah. Well, she, well, they she, did. She's going to do this and, and she's saying Michelle Obama and she, let me tell you what she's going to do. And then uh, I'm going to destroy ISIS. Yeah, just that didn't have about nothing Isaac. to that do. Wasn't the question. Supreme Court, like, is literally I know. here. That, yeah, <laughs> he has nothing to say. He don't have a plan. No, there's I, no I mean, plan. He he plays the the blame game. It's you, mm-hmm. and he, it's not even factual when he does it. Like, it'd be one thing if I can like shun you, and I'm right. actually hitting you with facts. You don't even have any facts or nothing to stand on. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get out here, and you have so many mindless people. That anything that he says, they literally believe that. Like he even he went on to to say that Obama and Hillary had paid the protesters to come. I'm like, come on. He was like fifteen hundred dollars. Now look, as broke as I am, living paycheck to paycheck, I go in your rally and start some shit if need be. I need my check. If that was the case, that ain't the case though. It's you literally tapped into a certain hate base. Exactly. I mean, and that you just woke up the hate. Like everybody's like, I. I mean, I've been feeling like this, but, you know, since he on the main stage, let me just show my ass. Yeah, it, <laughs> you don't need nobody to set up no protest. No. Like, everything he says, just look in our city. When mm-hmm. he came, look at what happened. Egg so, girl, ain't nobody actually setting you though. up. 
No, that was like That's you. Just you literally the environment you want to create. Yeah, listen to what you're saying, and then you have mindless mm-hmm. people like the people that are your supporters. That anything yeah. that you say, they're gonna agree with it. Especially if it's something along the lines of like racism. Oh, they all for that. They've been waiting mm-hmm. for their moment. That person for them to get a, get a chance. Like I've been waiting to say, you know, I hate the Muslims. I right. hate Mexicans. Mm-hmm. And black people got go too. Like. They've been waiting for that kind of moment because, like, for, for a couple of years, though, like, a large amount of that hate has been dormant. Like, right. they would, you would literally conceal yeah. it. And me personally, I like my racism open so that way I know what kind of person that I'm mm-hmm. dealing with. So that way I have the option to not yeah. deal with that person. And that's what, and that's what's just, like, honestly, just scary because he literally just, in his whole campaign, he, it just brought out the worst. Yeah. In yeah. this country, you know what I mean. Like finally, they're like, oh, they somebody's going to say everything right. that we've been trying. You know, the way that we've been feeling, and it's like, is that the kind of person you want to lead this country? He ain't got no, it's not. It's not even. He's not a leader because he doesn't understand politics, and that's the reason why. Of course, you know, you have those people that don't like Hillary. I think Hillary's yeah. all right. I ain't tripping off of she cool. She's a woman. That's more the reason why I'm like, let's get it. Cause I'm all about women empowerment. I was like, you don't had a black man do it for eight years. Why not give a woman a shot? You know what I'm saying? And then if you know, it's not what y'all want it to be, then I guess we can go back to the old white man. But after eight years of a black man, we can't go back to a white guy. Like that shit's just, that, that can't happen. Cause you don't prove that, you know, it can happen. So you might as well just let it slide to a woman. That's just for me. And of course everybody has their feelings about it, but I mean, I just feel like they all have, you're not going to find a perfect person to be a president. No, there's not going to be one person that's going to be that Every single person everybody's in America like, yes. is going to be like, yes, because it's never be been like that. It's ever. it's never, and that's why I don't understand. If everybody's like, we're fucked, we're screwed either way, and I'm just like, how so? Because it's always been like, you hate one candidate, you like the other yeah. one, it's cool, or yeah. you might be in the middle the whole time, and you like, there's some things I like about this one, and yeah. some I like about that one. Now you're in a point where I don't like nothing about this one, yeah. and this one's a woman. So now you like. It's sexist. I've been saying this on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I was like, y'all keep skipping over this shit. I ain't stupid. Right. The reason why y'all not voting for Hillary and the reason why the mm-hmm. media is setting this shit up this way is because she's a woman. If it yeah. was Bill Clinton and Bill Clinton didn't do what he did back in it, he's never president, this wouldn't even be an issue. Everybody, every black person would be like, I'm voting for Hillary. I mean, I'm right. voting for Bill just because it's a and man. That's, and that's why like, it just emphasizes the importance of voting because we know not everybody did when and actually voted in right. the primaries. You can so tell it's like that. <laughs> don't say I'm not gonna vote and I just like and I'm just actually I'm just, out of it. I'm out of it. That's You're not stupid. out of it by no. not voting. You voting for the person that yeah. you really don't want to be yeah. elected. I said I've so. said that I, I and that's what I'm gonna keep saying till November eighth. Or for you Trump supporters November twenty eighth, because that's what he had said. So mm-hmm. He literally got a friend who was like, November 28th, y'all get so that's when y'all go vote. <laughs> November 28th come up, y'all got it. Y'all go ahead and cast the vote and we'll see yeah. what happens. But that whole, like, I don't want rape to be taken lightly. I yeah. don't. And then, you know, that situation where men feel like, you know, where they've been raped. And I've never heard of that before, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure there's cases of it. I wouldn't know. There's, I mean, there's definitely... And, you know, I see it just from, you know, law school mm-hmm. and just, you know, cases that we that we see and everything. And I think that is that double standard. And it's true. A lot of times double standards uh, work in like this favor of women. But I think that also we got to look at how some man, um, th- the way that we contribute to rape culture when it comes to men is 
most people are gonna laugh it off. Yeah, yeah. You got sexually yeah. assaulted. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it's like no, it, it happens. It doesn't happen as often as it does for women, right? But it does happen, and by just making them feel like basically how we know, feel, it's exactly. A, it's it's like, a double standard, exactly. That's and exactly and that's one of my pet peeves. I hate doubles. If I the situation is the same, there's no reason to treat it different. Yeah. That's, That's a perfect just- segue to the next topic. <laughs> Damn it, that was great. You got to be my co-host. No. <laughs> that was a okay. perfect segue. So let's get into this myth because I was I was chilling mm-hmm. one day, me and my sis April. Shout out to April. I forgot what we was watching. Maybe it was on social media or something. I don't know. But it, the myth about home records, mm-hmm. that is a myth. And mm-hmm. I only say that because... I can't wait to get into nobody, this. Nobody, like, when people... In in this situation, usually it's always the woman that's the yeah, homewrecker. It's yeah. never the man. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets mad at the man when he cheats nope. and he does it. And we'll, we'll get to y'all's asses in a minute. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure I've talked about this in the past because it pisses me off. Homewreckers, how did she get in? Like, nobody. This, she didn't break in. No. She didn't pick the lock. No. She was openly invited mm-hmm. by the other uh, party. I know what it was. I was watching Black Ink Crew, oh, uh, okay. Chicago. Yeah. And in this situation, uh, what's his name? Don. He, this is like season two, whatever. And I'll give y'all like a little backstory. So he has a girlfriend named Ashley. They have a kid mm-hmm. together, of course. So they work in a tattoo shop. One of the girls in there, she's, uh, I hate this word, but no other word to describe. She's a thought. She's mm-hmm. really thotty. She's like stars for attention. She does the most when men are around. Right. So one night they're drinking, they're having a party in the tattoo shop and they have sex. But of course, and, and anything else in this fucked up reality we live in, Ashley finds out she gets mad at the girl. Okay. The person that you're in a relationship with, they know they in a relationship. So why get mad at the person that all they going off of is what that person tells them? And that's all you can do. In the beginning, that's literally all I got to do is trust mm-hmm. your word for it. I can't. I'm not going to jump to conclusions. I'm literally going to let right. this play out. So all this happens. They fight, of course. It's, I hate when they do that shit. Whatever. So that gets squashed. Dying for some reason, like any other man in the situation. I mean, I fucked up. So let me propose. This dumb hoe, she says, oh my God, yeah, I'll do. Okay, didn't he just cheat on you? She just cheated on you with a girl that mm-hmm. he's going to see every day because he works in the tattoo shop. He's going to see her. They have to cross paths. So you decided it's one thing to forgive them, it's a whole other thing to actually think you're going to embark on some forever. Right. type shit yeah. that's a reward for you to actually sit there and say yes to this man after he's fucked up that's a reward he don't deserve that he does not deserve your time your attention none Absolutely. of that stuff you gotta cut it off and and see the thing is i think the home wrecker uh myth exists i think it's not a myth but i think that again, we place it on the wrong person. Yeah. The home wrecker, the person that wrecked your home, is the person, it's the person that in your cheated home. on you. That's in, in your, your home. home. It's and not it's, the person that broke yeah. in and did. And like usually, you know, we use it for women. Yeah. So it's so in that situation, it would be your husband or the person you're in a committed relationship with. Right. That's who has a duty to you. That's who, did That's who yeah. is committed to you. That's what the that, loyalty lies. Exactly. Not but with I that think, person on the street. She don't no, give a shit about she you. She could, even if she does know right. you. 
You know she what I still mean? doesn't owe you that exactly. kind of respect, and that loyalty. It's for herself. Yeah. She would literally yeah. have to be like, I can't do this out of respect for myself. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the, the woman that you're yeah. with. So and that's and that pisses me off and I tell females that all the time and there's and I've even said it in situations that I've been in. It was like, Ah, mm-hmm. oh, you mad at them? I'm like, No, I'm mad at you. I know exactly yeah. where my anger is directed at and it's exactly. at you because you were the person that sat there and said X, Y, and Z. And then you, everything was a lie. So you're a liar, you're a cheater, and you're disloyal. So why would that be a thing? Okay, back to this. So fast forward up to Mm -hmm. to this season. She, every every other scene that they're in, she's like, I'm your fiancé this, I'm Mm -hmm. your fiancé that. That's all she says. Like, that's literally her badge of honor to this cheater. Whatever. Okay. Okay. So he's no longer messing with the girl at the shop. He is messing with a whole nother girl. And guess what? Girl got a baby. Girl got, she got a baby girl. And the girl, the ba- his new baby mom reached out to her and said, I thought you should know that your boyfriend, whatever he may be, is the father of my child. She loses her shit. Now, the, what I want to see happen or what I'm, I'm curious to see what, how this plays out is, are you going to stay around this time? Do you stay around that time? It's one thing to cheat, mm -hmm. you know, one time in the beginning. Eh, I'm, I don't know. Me, me personally, I'm like one and done. Yeah, because like I don't trust you. It would be one and done. Like if I found out one time, I'd be like, nah, nope. Because if I do this, it just get like it'll be good for Mm -hmm. for a while, and then you'll get back to your ways. Like I'm not saying once a cheater, always a cheater. Eh, God damn, you got that seed planted. (laughs) <laughs> and if you, especially if you know, like you literally have to set the the parameters for what you' about to do, yeah. because if he, if you find out, and you do all this extra, you you a do the stupid shit, mm-hmm. and you go find a girl, fight the girl out. That's stupid. Yeah. Or B, you can dig in his ass and leave him alone. But see, I think first of all, I think that myth is based on another myth, mm-hmm. and the other myth is that. Men can control themselves. Yes. <laughs> that so that means you know it's natural for men. So if there is a woman that's going to do the slightest thing to provoke them, then she is to blame. Yeah. No, no. Let, let's say this straight. Self control. Self control. You can control yourself. Yes. If I can, you make that decision. Can. It's yeah. not. There's, there's a difference between a choice and a mistake. And they quit to say it's and, a mistake. And, no, I'm like, you no, made a decision. A, a mistake is like. I accidentally spilled water, or I accidentally wrote this on your homework. Not actually, my bed. took all of my clothes uh, off, right, and, and laid down you know, and had no, sex, no. unprotected sex, left the kid behind, all that stuff. That's yeah. not a mistake. That was yeah. a choice. It, the mistake was that you got caught. That you weren't trying to get caught. That's you was right. just trying to, yeah. you know, be out here and then try to come yeah. back in. And for me, and I've probably said it a hundred times. I'm gonna keep saying it until I'm gone. The most disrespectful thing that you can do to me, to Red. Mm-hmm. It's take away my options. You take away my options. You basically telling me this is what you're going to do and you ain't got nothing to say about it. Don't do that shit. Like literally, you know, give me a chance to decide if that's what I want to do. You Mm -hmm. might want to be in an open relationship. You never know what type of shit I might be on myself. I might be messed up like I can't control myself. And there's guys out here that want me. Mm -hmm. So instead of both of us cheating, let's have an open relationship. Yeah. Just make sure it never, we're never at home base. Like, do not bring that shit home. Every anything that happens outside this house, 
You know what I'm saying? Do your thing. But don't don't come back with no kids. Don't come back right. with no STDs. <laughs> and don't come back with a whole other family. Like, just don't do that shit. We good. See, but men don't want to do that. And I don't think men know how to articulate it the way. Yeah. And they also feel like they'll, they'll assume that a woman would never go for that. You never know what a woman is willing to put up with unless you present it to her. Exactly. And I think that maybe, not only just, you know, I was thinking about it and... I was thinking maybe one of the reasons why um, a lot of women, I'm not going to say all women because, you know, there's going to be a lot of women right. uh, starting from this one right here does not here for that. No, no, no. <laughs> so Me, I'm still Right. So it's <laughs> a lot of women, I think, that's, it's almost like, you know, blaming the other woman is almost like a, I don't know, like a coping mechanism. Like, yeah. I'd rather, like, direct my anger at you than actually be, that actually accept that you willingly did this to me. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the like, problem. Like, it's like, that's a lot harder mm-hmm. to... Deal with. To deal with and to have, you know, to be able to just, I don't know, just move forward from. So, I, I don't know. But like you said, one one of the things that's just really important is, you know, when you get in a relationship is to, as early as possible, to try to figure out what it is that they're even looking for. Right. For if you, what kind of person if you, you don't know, with. Exactly. If you don't know, you know, they could be wanting something out of a relationship, or they could very well not even be wanting a relationship. relationship. But if you don't know this and you get, you know, all involved in your feelings and everything, and it's then it's harder to leave. Yep. And that's, that's what it is. That's where you got to communicate that's, from the get-go. That's really what it is, what keeps you in a, in a relationship, in a situation, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. is the feelings. When you bring in emotions, it's like, damn it, yeah. that that conversation needs to be had at the door. That way, especially for me, I'm a cancer, I'm emotional, mm-hmm. but I'm not out here like, oh, my God. Right. I'm, no, I'm in the room like, excuse me, let me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I don't feel like I want to give you that, that power to, to let you know that you even got to me, like, remotely mm-hmm. close. So, for me, it's like, please, as long as you don't tap into my feelings and you don't act along the lines of a relationship – then, I mean, I have no choice. Like, if the feelings are involved, it's my fault. Right. But if you literally bring in your feelings and try to, and I'm thinking we're on the same level, mm-hmm. okay, and I trust you, I'm going to open up that that part of me. Yeah. But once you fuck up and I see you out here and you double talking and you just, you not who you say you are, yeah. I got to pull away. Mm-hmm. I got to dial back. So, like I women stop like it's so stupid it doesn't make sense i'm like that's some punk shit for me from my point of view that's some punk shit that's an easy way out if you go at the female she ain't the home record the one that's wrecking your home is the person in your home she ain't i mean there's on very little cases has there been like a woman out here like i want to find a married man (laughs) or a man in relationship and i'm gonna fuck some shit but even even if that's the case and your part you got are you going to let them yeah it's the uh, you know if that happens and and you know they try to get to the married man do you allow that to happen exactly it's all about does he allow that to happen the decision that you're going to make right there and then yeah so i'm not saying that they're like um you know, I guess I'm not going to say once a cheater, always a cheater. But one thing yeah. that I will say, though, is that when I hear a lot of women say, oh, I forgave and I forget. 
No. no. Stop lying to yourself. Right, Stop you lying to everybody. You are never going to forget. No, because you're, you're going to bring forget. it back up. Watch. Because uh, you're going to get anything. mad. Anything is you probably going to trigger. Bitch. Like, yeah. Anything yeah. is probably going to trigger it and it's going to get you right back to where you were. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's why it's just so unfair to women to... You know, feel like they ha- they they're stuck in it. You're right. not stuck in no. it. You're not stuck in it. Make your decision. Then, if you do decide to move forward, I do think that you shouldn't be like every opportunity you get bring that up, bring that up, no. and use that also as like a power or control yeah. tool on the person. Yeah, but. Because if you've made a decision to move forward, then, then you got to leave that behind. Move you can't, forward. You can't bring you know that what I mean? forward with you. Yeah. But. It's, I mean, and I know I'm sure that it's, like, harder, like, when you're in the situation. Yeah. And, you know, you're taking everything into consideration, and it's probably not as easy to say, oh, okay, I'm just going to pack my stuff, and, and I'm out of here. Yeah. You know, it's probably not that simple. But at one point, you know, you got to love yourself, and you got to also be fair to yourself. Like, yeah. Like, do you want to live with that? For the rest of your life? Because what you allow is what will continue. Because they, if there's no consequences, that's the real reason why there's so many people out here cheating. Not even reckless, just just random, just simple yeah. old cheating. Because there's no consequences. There's nobody's forcing them to like deal with it. Because if you keep taking them back, y'all keep mending whatever's mm-hmm. broken. It's obvious. It's toxic. That's a, that's toxic to to be crazy and to keep forgiving and keep allowing it to happen you literally keep going through the same mm-hmm. motion it's the it's the uh, definition of insanity doing right. the same thing over and over again and expecting something different so don't don't use years history kids money mm-hmm. it ain't none of those things are worth you because at the end of the day, like I keep saying, that's all you got is right. you. So them kids are going to love you more if you put them in a happy situation. You're going to love yourself more if you put yourself in a happy situation. Don't let no, don't feel like no man got you over the bread because he mo- makes most of the bread. Guess what? It's seasonal time. You can get you a couple <laughs> checks right now, yeah. stack up and be out. And, and once again, it's all about what we allow to become the norm. Yep. You know, if, if we keep saying that like all men cheat. You know, they'll continue we, we, but we got to. Yeah. But that's what we got to be. You know, I'm always trying to be fair, yeah. you know, and and we can't just be talking like this and then not say that. Not all. First of all, not all men are like this. Sometimes no. you have women in good relationships and marriages like and then yes. you want somebody else that comes to their ear. Oh, no, I, I bet you he did or he's mm-hmm. doing something right. just because. No, not all men are like this. Not people. Everybody but, like it. But it's I mean, you have to. Just it's rough. Even if you set the boundaries, I mean, you know, that doesn't guarantee that nothing is going to happen. It doesn't guarantee they're not going to do something. But you just have to. I don't know. You got to have that that faith, that that hope that, you know, whatever y'all talk about is what it is. But if, you know. Like anything, like a contract, anything is mm-hmm. if it's, if you don't abide by these, then everything's null and void, exactly. and you gotta you gotta piece them out. And you can't just play dumb and think you're in a committed relationship, but just because <laughs> she didn't mention it like yeah. well, on paper that you can't cheat, that that means right. you can. Like, no, like I mean, we never talked about it, so I know. no, no, <laughs> like that's a copy, though. like that's a ploy for you to get out here and just yeah. do whatever you want to do. Yeah. You can't do stuff like that, and especially. I, mm. 
I guess what saddens me sometimes is when I see like maybe people going through the situation and they're not married mm-hmm. and then they think like, oh, let's get married and we start fresh. No, no it's the same you can't, stuff. You you building, <laughs> you're trying to build a house yeah. on sand. Right. You quick know what sand I mean? That, not even the good sand. <laughs> like you literally on quicksand and that's yeah. why the, the ring ain't a fix out. The children, <clears> like the children it's not, oh, let's go ahead and have a baby. I mean, and, we got a kid, so I might as well marry them. Or no. just not people who think that having children is going to fix or yeah, it's going to or get I got, them closer. Yeah. Now you have between you and that person that has to be that foundation. Exactly. That everything else can be built on. Yep. Not like it's rocky and then because it's never going to be leveled. If you no. Keep, you because know? you keep doing and that's the problem like I think most most females some men I don't I can't I don't only talk from my point of view but they chase after a ring. Mm-hmm. They really want that that title, that badge of honor. Right. And I've never, I don't know, at this point, I don't want to get married. That's just me. Mm-hmm. And is it subject to change? Sure, why not? Whatever. But at this point, I don't want it. That's right. just not something that I'm, I'm after. But a woman would literally put up with so much stuff over so many years to title. feel like I'm going to be, one day I'm going to be his wife. Or, matter of fact, there was an NFL player that cheated on his wife, I think, with some other reality TV star. I don't watch their shows but the the wife made a statement and was like you know i pushed my my husband so i told him i'm gonna be there as a friend and basically was on some shunning the other woman mm-hmm. i was like but y'all, me nuts you're hu- that's your husband mm-hmm. vows i do all that shit that girl was not there so how would she know that rings come off lies and stories come into play and she can really just go based off of what he, what he what is telling, telling her, her. Mm-hmm. so now that you got a whole nother kid and you feeling like and she literally i'm his wife and you know he you knew he was married and you're a groupie and you this and you that i'm like did you say all this even a third of this shit to your husband no then what are you talking about it's yeah. a it's a mute point now because Just, if you're not gonna say the same shit to him then that's really no you might as well once again we can leave it at this if you know your dude's cheating and you ain't going nowhere Shut up right. and let him cheat in peace <laughs> because you ain't going nowhere. What's the point of making all this noise? You ain't going nowhere. Shut up. You just being out extra, this rah-rah for what? Because next week you're going to be back every time. Back. Yeah, we back. Like we never. I'm like, that's. No, but the truth <laughs> is you're going, you're probably like really broken inside and you just yes. admit it. And, and Trying to keep gonna, it up for us, the social media people. At some point, you're going to say it. Yeah. No matter how long you hide it, no matter how long you keep it inside, it's going to get to a point where yes. you can't. It's going to get to a point where you're going to wake up that morning, you you laying down next to him, and you're like, man, I, that, had that I can't believe that shit happened <laughs> four years ago. And he'll be like, what? Because you didn't nip it in the bud four right. years ago. That's why it's, like, important to, you know, I would never, like, I guess, you know, advise somebody to just don't say nothing. You know no. what I'm saying? Now, say something, like, when it happens. If you, go, exactly if you got your plan set up. And you got it's your, hard, though, t- you got to execute your, like you yeah. literally, I don't know, for me, I'm different. Like I'm, I'm determined. I like stuff mm-hmm. planned out. I don't, spontaneous stuff is like very seldom, only mm-hmm. in certain situations. I'm like, yeah, let's just do it. No, I'm like, <laughs> what are we doing? Where are we going? Who going to be there? How long are we going to, like, I want right. everything set up. But like, if you sit down, come up with a plan, all these things, extra strategy, whatever, then you, you are free to say whatever the hell you want to say. Yeah. Because the, the reason why I say don't say nothing is because. You basically told the whole world or everybody, your friends, he ain't shit, he did this, blah, blah, blah. You turn around, take him back, they're going to judge you. No. If, especially if you keep it quiet, 
and keep it to yourself until you feel like you've had enough, then you then that's when you can be like, you know what, I'm out. And they'll really believe you then because now everybody's like, girl, shut up. You ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You got all that money. Let's get to your topic because this one's a, a good, important, you know, we'll have some view, some insight mm-hmm. to, uh, was it postpartum? Yeah. Postpartum depression. I've heard about it. So what you got? I know. Well, <laughs> I guess, you know, I wanted to mention it because um, most of the time, it's rare, I guess, to hear somebody talk about it. I've heard a couple. My friends talk yeah. about it. They had babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, at least for me, I hadn't heard really about it. At least from, I hadn't heard about it from anybody that had gone through it. Mm-hmm. You know, you would have had maybe, you know, when I was pregnant with my first, you know what, well, I only birthed one child. <laughs> with her child. <laughs> she was <laughs> she got 20 kids with my very first one. <laughs> the first one that I birthed, but right. I, I do have two others. Right. But, um, yeah, like even my doctor, my personal doctor, you know, OBGY and everything, never really mentioned it. Mm-hmm. So I just had like just, I guess, a general idea of what it was. Um, but nobody, you know, that I knew had gone through it. So when I had uh, my son and, you know, I remember I had him on a Monday. I was in, I had a C-section, so I was in the hospital till that Friday. Like it was like... Like, it was like heaven just came down to earth. Like, it was just mm. amazing. Like, I, if I could relive that relive that week. It was a good was week. Just, it was great. <laughs> no, so we go home that weekend. It was great. You know, it's still, you know, people are coming around and everything to see him and stuff. And then comes Monday, and I just, I don't know, I just started feeling different. Mm. I just started feeling weird. Like, and I'm glad that I realized that and that I, I immediately told my husband, I said, you know, I said, I don't know. I'm feeling like something weird in my chest, like that I've never felt before. Like, I don't feel like myself, like all of a sudden. You feel like anxiety? Yeah. But see, I had never really experienced true anxiety. You Mm -hmm. know how we use that word lightly? Everybody's like, yeah. I got anxiety. No. When you have anxiety, you will physically feel it. I felt that I had anxiety, a small anxiety Mm -hmm. attack. Uh, What was that? Tuesday when I was coming here to do three, two, one. I was in traffic. I just found out Kanye mm-hmm. coming a little. I got the album on. <laughs> yeah. I'm vibing. All of a sudden, my chest got tight. Yep. And I started it's breathing. Out. And it, mm-hmm. I said, the thing I hate about it, because I had to tell my mom, I said, the thing I hate about it is that it's, you don't know when it's coming. Yeah. It'd be different if you got, like, you know, your period or something like yeah. that. You get your you moves be all over. Right. You'd be like, ooh, my stomach hurt, my <laughs> back. And then you got an attitude or something. Because you know what's yeah. about to come. But with anxiety, yeah. you have no idea. And see, I guess the scary part for me was when that happened, you know, and then I went, you know, see my doctor and everything. She's like, oh, you know, most women go through it. You know, most people just don't really talk about it. It's, you know, it's going to be fine. It's going to go away and everything. And it stayed with me for like three months. Wow. What I mean for the first three months, literally, it was to the point where, and that's why I'm, th- I'm so thankful for having like a really strong support system. Right. You know, my husband being number one where he was like, okay this is not normal. Right. Like I would just burst out crying for no mm. reason and wouldn't be able to stop for hours at a time. Wow. And so he was like, no, we got to do something <clears throat> like this is, you know, this is going on too long. It's not that yeah. two, three days or whatever. Right. It's like months. This is three months. And yeah. for three months, it was like the same thing. So I was barely eating. Mm. So I had to stop breastfeeding my son because, you know, if you're not eating, he he's not getting either. anything. It's right. like he's he's drinking water, right, you know? Basically. So, you know, it, it was just a lot of things. And, um, 
yeah, just not eating, barely sleeping, and it would all it would especially happen at certain times during like uh, the day. Mm-hmm. So like I would get scared even like a few hours before knowing that I'm I was about to go about to, it's that. about to go into it's about it. to happen. Yeah. You know, and so and, and really the reason I want to talk about it is because like I said, nobody had really told me anything about it. So you kind of feel isolated. You feel like guilty like why am i feeling that way it's not normal like i'm happy i have my son right i've it's not no accident or nothing we wanted him and and i'm happy that he's here and everything and everything was fine and all of a sudden you know this happens and you know uh but you know i had also a great doctor and she was telling me it has nothing to do with you it's like you know what your body just went through and all those hormones that have been released and everything, mm-hmm. all of that plays a role. And I guess also I think, you know, although I have like, and as you know, like a great family here, right. I still, you know, I didn't have like my parents here, right. my it sisters. I didn't have me. With, yeah, nobody yeah. Um, from there was over here. So I guess maybe that played um, a part of it, yeah. you know, a part of it too. But that's what since then I really felt like almost like an obligation to try to talk to people about it. And recently, I had uh, one of my closest friends, actually, that um, that was pregnant. And I was like, you know, I don't want to scare you or anything. And I'm not saying that you're going to go through this. Right, I just want you, you to be to start getting educated about it so that you re- you see it. Right. And, and really just, you know, that's all I wanted to do. And so she had her baby like a month ago and calls me probably a week later and says, I think I'm going through exactly what she said to me. Wow. And she starts just crying on the phone and everything. She was like, but, you know, the the comforting thing that she was, what she was saying was comforting to her was to talk to somebody that um, had yeah, gone through it. Right. And that then it went away. Yeah. So it's reassuring. And yeah. that was one thing that I was really seeking was when I, that was going through, it was like, man, I know, you know, my husband's telling me it's going to be fine. I know everybody's telling me it's going to be okay. It's going to go away. But you need somebody Doctor, that's actually but been I didn't in the have trenches, nobody, though. Exactly. Like, I didn't have dealt with nobody that? that had dealt with that that could tell me, girl, I want to, I know exactly what you're saying. I know mm-hmm. exactly how you're feeling and it gets better, you know? And so, you know, that's just what I got about it. Just, you know, trying to, um, I wish doctors would do a better job at preparing, you know, women for that because yeah. it's hard. Uh, and and then when I started just trying to look for people that had gone through that, and I was like, man, I didn't. So it was like then people, like, even close to people, and I'm like, I never knew. And they're like, never really talked about it. Yeah. Because women feel like they they feel guilty. Yeah. Feel like, why should I, why am I feeling that way? So they don't really uh, talk about it. But, you know, just, you know, it's important to just... I've had like a couple of my uh my cousin, uh mm-hmm. Lucky, she had it. I think she's dealt with it, probably not to the level of mm-hmm. what <clears throat> or I don't know, but from what right. she's told me, like she had a son, uh my homegirl Felicia, she had a son, like they had it within like the same month maybe. Mm-hmm. And they've talked about it, but just like just vaguely. Right. Not really going into like details. So I've I've definitely heard about it. I know it's not something um, that is talked about, and it really does need to be talked about. Just like anxiety is not talked about. The first time, like I had anxiety, and I didn't even know I had, like was dealing with it. It was just like came out of nowhere, and it was a, a, a constant visit. It was like over and over and over again, and I would be in my head. And I would like my breathing would be off and I really couldn't sleep because my right. brain was just exactly. like, girl, we up. What's up? You know what you going to do about, mm-hmm. you know, X, Y, Z. And it's like when I told somebody about it, I think um, 
I would have it, and I'm so happy I work from home. Like y'all mm-hmm. don't understand. I would be driving like all the way downtown, I know. and it would be like early in the morning, and I would probably have one, and I didn't know what was going on, and I was just driving like zoning out. And I'm like, what is right. going on? Yeah. So, um, I talked about it with this lady at my uh, on my job, and she was trying to tell me it was a demon. I was like, I guess because she had just seen a, somebody that does no, outlet okay. whatever. Mm-hmm. But me personally, no. Right. Like everybody, because she was like, I'll give you your number. No, 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 <laughs> no, thank you. Because when it comes to demons and stuff like that, if I have a spiritual leader, mm-hmm. like I would go to my pastor, my first lady, because that's where, right. that's my leadership, that's whatever. I'm not going to, tr- I don't trust a, a stranger. Off the because who's to say that you're taking this away from me and you're not putting something else in? Right. Like people are I ain't gonna be racist, but white people can be a little too trusting of certain <laughs> situations. Like mm-hmm. cause she told me that, I tell my homegirl, I was like, she came over here talking that book. I was like, mm-mm. mm-mm. Probably gave her business card. Yeah, everything. she's like, <laughs> like her homegirl because she was like, Yeah, because I had this spirit in me and blah blah blah. I'm like, No. You telling me all of this. I don't I don't think it's that. Prayer needed, of course. Yes, yeah. I always well, yeah. need prayer. I'll, I'll pray on my Absolutely. own. If I have to go into my church and pray in the prayer, yeah. I'll do that. If yeah. I gotta, if I'm gonna reach out to anybody, it'd probably be my first lady because yeah. she's known me most of my life and we actually have a relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's somebody that knows me and knows what's, you know, who I am, my family, and knows exactly. that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't trust a person out on the street that you know, or you looked up in the yellow pages. Or... I, d- I didn't even trust the doctors. See, and then there's that. You, yeah. Because it's like, they're so quick to want to put you on no some medicine. kind of medicine. That's why I never said anything to like, my doctor. No. I, I, I refuse. I, they were like, okay, you know, well, because they saw that, you know, I was still going through it or whatever. And I'm like, that's the one thing I'm not going to let know. There's yeah, no medication that's going to control me. Like, no. I'm not gonna go for that i didn't want that and i was like if i told my doctor because every time i go to her she be trying to put me on birth control mm-hmm. girl you yeah. won't get this she won't get i'm like <laughs> I, my body is not set up to try different sh- i don't no. get flu shot she asked me every year you get a flu shot no you want one no, <laughs> no. <laughs> what about pneumonia you want one? no like i don't want that i'm smart bro i don't need them mm-hmm. shots okay even if i get the flu um, give me a couple days give me a z-pack i'll be back but right. the flu I don't do none of that stuff. Could you literally <laughs> check me, see if I'm good, run them little right. tests in, and let me just get on with life. So yeah. we about to wrap it up because uh, I think we got another my another show's coming in. So okay. I don't want to step on nobody's feet. Um, I got uh, I'm about to have a sponsor for Banshee's Block. Uh, yeah, Definity uh, Locks. I believe that's what it is. I'll tell y'all more about it. She got a um. So, young lady out of New Orleans, she's doing uh-huh. a step show dance team okay. competition here. So, she wants me to run an ad and she wants me to broadcast live down at her show at the Keep old Louisville. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, make some, trying to make some money, make some moves at yeah. her. Um, three, two, one. We got a live show coming up uh, November 23rd. Yeah. November 23rd, R&P, Rhythm and Podcast. It's going to be an R&B night. Mm-hmm. R&B singers you gotta when you come out you gotta come sexy don't it's mm-hmm. like the blue jeans which in, right. you know you gotta might throw a dress on some some nice pants suit or something mm-hmm. fellas get your get your suit on you know nice bow tie tie whatever all black preferably nice. that'd be nice but yeah we'll announce um guests and our artists and all those things we'll be 
Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey is the sponsor for that show, like our first show, first live show. So we'll keep y'all posted on that. Um, this show will be up on iTunes, Google Play Music, Specker.com, and YouTube. Right. I think that's everywhere. Go. Yeah. So we are. Thank you for listening Making to the moves. blog. All right. <laughs> Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense.